Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I w- just want to share this. Um, I know we don't always have the opportunity, and maybe it's not given um, be just because of the way the flow of the uh, services seem to to go. Um, but I just want to ask this. If there is anyone... Um, from the table that uh, that participates at the table, uh, my table over here on Wednesdays with the getting a grip on the basics. Anyone that has given a testimony uh, during that table or at that table, if anyone could give a testimony or share their testimony, a, a testimony, some of them have you know so many testimonies, but if somebody would mind to share a testimony. Um, no, just a testimony of what God has done in, in their life and some things in particular. All right, Mimi, praise the Lord. Hi everybody. I'm Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Hi. Yes, actually last Wednesday, um, I had, um, I woke up with a migraine headache. It was pretty bad. And I went to work, and I don't like calling out sick or anything. So I went to work, and um, when I got there, I could barely move. My store manager says, go back home. I had, like, you say a 1 through 10 level, but I had, like, a 20-level migraine. I couldn't even see the light anymore. I just wanted to get into my room and turn the fan on and be in the dark. And um, as I am in there, I'm laying down, and I'm just, like, I just want to, like, I've taken so much medication already. It's it's not working. Nothing's working. Um, I remember um, talking to Georgia first, and she says, I'm going to come over and bring some medication for you. And I said, okay. And um, then I spoke to Anna at that moment, and um, she said to me, she goes, you know, see if you can soak in some music and get into worship. See if you can do that. And um, Or... If you can't, just sing, like sing into worship. And, um, and I, just couldn't, I just couldn't see it. I just like this, how can I do this? I'm like, I'm ready to just knock myself out, you know, because of the pain. But then I realized, and um, I knew that the music wasn't going to happen because I could hear a pin drop from here to Connecticut. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and uh, so I, I started to um, open up my mouth and just say his name. I wasn't singing any song specific. I was just believing that by saying his name, that it was going to go away. So I started to open my mouth and just say, Jesus. And I just said, Jesus. 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 By the time that I was completely realizing that it was done, I went from like a 20 to a 5. Hallelujah. I just believed that his name was going to do it. And um, then I, um, I spoke to one of, my, um, one of my towers here on earth. Like, her name is Geneva. I know that we've spoken about her before, that she's been here before. She's visited. 
And she's like my, my rock here on earth, <laughs> my human rock like that. And, um, and we started only, the thing is this, I knew the headache that Anna said was attacked from the enemy because that day my spiritual mom, the lady who brought me to the Lord was going to have surgery and I needed to intercede for her. And not only about that, but I was going to start fasting. And then like, it's like the enemy knows. The enemy knows. So with that being said, I, I was able to intercede on the phone with Mama Geneva, which I call her Mama G, because she's like the biggest gangster at 86 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we started to intercede for my spiritual mom. And by the time we were done interceding, my headache was completely gone. <laughs> completely gone. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just, not just, but as simple as the name Jesus. We don't have to work anything up. We don't have to try to stir or conjure. Jesus. And just thinking about him, him and what he's done for us. Jesus. Jesus. The girl has, Mimi has a, a, an awesome testimony concerning her feet, but we'll, we'll maybe have an opportunity to hear that an, another time. But this Wednesday, uh, getting a grip on the basics has been awesome, especially what we've been going through with faith. It has been stirring, um, encouraging. Uh, it's really awesome, and I'm just, this isn't a plug. But I'm just sharing because we need to refresh. Doesn't matter if we've heard something in the Word of God ten times, a hundred times. If we feel like that we've got it, we need to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. Because faith doesn't stop growing. Amen. Faith is continually growing. You know, there's a, 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 a thing that we, uh, people in, that uh, are exercising deal with so often, and that's this thing called plateau. It's where you feel like you've get, you get some gains in your exercise and your regiment and how you feel physically as you're exercising. You get to a point where it's like, okay, I don't feel like I'm progressing anymore. And it's so easy to stop right there. But when it comes to the word of God in that moment where we feel like, you know, we just don't feel like we're getting the gains or there's not a progression. We need to press harder. Press harder because that plateau that we feel like that we may be in spiritually is a place that we need to dig deeper, dig deeper within. Pressing into him harder, stronger, with more uh, fervency and press into him, into his presence, into his word. Because that place of that, that plateau, it's so simple to just begin to go through the motions. I'm just going to go through my routine and just go ahead and just continue on just to just go through the motions because I know that it's beneficial 
but there's no progression. We need to press harder. Press harder into his, into his presence. With what? With purpose. With expectation. To hear God's voice. To hear his, his, his leading, his guiding. All for what? For progression. For progression for what? To grow. So that our faith would be stirred. So our faith would be encouraged. So that we would press on to the mark that he's called you and I to. Because it's so easy to get to that place of the plateau. We don't feel like there's the progression and there's that just repetitive motion. And like that old song from Michael W. Smith, going through the motions. But we have to press through. Press into him. Press into his word and his presence. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for just speaking to our hearts. The Holy Spirit, that you're speaking something important that we need to hear. Holy Spirit, I ask that you just stir this within us. Stir this message within us right now. That God, that it would just, would not relent. For the ones that are in here that feel like you're in that plateau. It's time for the next level. Pastor just said it. It's time for the next level. Push deeper. Push stronger in his presence. This has nothing to do with the message that I prepared. But I believe that this is something for some out here right now that are sitting here in this congregation. Push deeper. Push harder. Dig deep. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Well, glory. I just thank you, Lord. God's good. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. I, I feel like I can move on, but, um, I just really, for those that, that heard that, that received that, that's you just want to encourage you just to really think, ponder on where you are, your condition spiritually, get time with the Lord, get in the prayer closet, get on your knees. Amen. It's time. It, there's, it's time to make the change and the things necessary in our life. Amen. Amen. Well, amen. God has given me this message, which we're obviously going to um, 
we're going to continue into next week. And that is this, that we have victory over sin. Amen. Amen. We got to really understand and and really know that God is perfect in all his ways. Amen. God's perfect. Um, We're going to take a look at a, a bunch of scripture verses from here on through even next week. So would I ask you to, if you could turn with me, turn to Psalms chapter 145. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we sang some awesome songs today. Praise, worship songs. We have victory over sin. Glory to God. We have victory over sin. Amen. Amen. How many believe it? I think the awesome picture that we have is the fact that God knows no sin. He has no sin because God is our creator. He's perfect. He's wonderful. He's righteous. He's glorious. And everything that is against him, if I could say it this way, is sin. Amen. I love how God came as, as Jesus had come on earth and lived a blameless, perfect life. We all know it. We've all heard it. Lived a perfect, sin-free life. That he set an example for all of us who believe on him. Amen. That all things are possible. All things are possible. Psalms chapter 145 and verse 17. This is the amplified version. It says this. The Lord is unwaveringly righteous in all his ways. And gracious and kind in all his works. Our God is perfect. Amen. Say it with me. My God is perfect. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 4 says this. You can write this down. You don't have to turn there. Deuteronomy 32, 4. The rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness without iniquity, which is injustice. Just and upright is he. This is the God that we serve. Everyone say it one more time. My God is perfect in all his ways. My God is righteous. We serve an awesome God. Amen. What an awesome God that we serve that we can look unto him, his glory. His, his righteousness. And I love this because God has made a way that we can live like him. Righteous, holy, sin-free. Amen. Amen. 
Turn with me to 2 Corinthians in chapter 5. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians in chapter five, verse 21, amplified version says this, he made Christ who knew what, how much sin, zero sin to judicially, this is amplified version be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the what righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his glorious loving kindness. Say again, that's, I'm sorry. That is not the amp. Uh, I apologize, Dad. You're right. You got me corrected on it. This is what we're looking at here. For our sake, he made what Christ to be sin who knew no sin. Our God, perfect in all his ways, without sin. We have some, someone that had lived here on earth, God with us. In flesh, that was able to do what? Conquer every temptation. Hallelujah. Conquer sin. Yes. Here on earth in the flesh. And we have someone that we can look to to be our example of how to follow, how to live. Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So for victory over sin, to those that want victory over sin. To those that may struggle with sin patterns or things that may seem to be a stronghold in your life, you have victory over that sin. Amen? We have to know with a shadow of doubt that God is victorious. God is perfect. God is sin-free, and he's made a way for us to have victory. Amen? Hallelujah. I want to do this. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15. You could turn there. I'm going to read a definition while you're turning there. And this is the Thayer definition of sin. Okay? Means this to be without. This is, you turn to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15. The first definition of sin. To be without a share in. Another definition, to miss the mark. We've all heard that before, right? To miss the mark. Not uh, Mark Eserich. We all, we all miss you, Mark, but not this mark. But to miss the mark of what? Of God's, call, to, of, of God's perfect will. Of God's uh, character that he's designed for us to live by. Amen? Uh, <clears throat> another definition, to err, be mistaken. This is what the definition I want to emphasize on right here. To miss or wander from the path of uprightness and honor. To do or go wrong. To wander from the law of God, violate God's law, which is sin. 
to miss or wander from the path of uprightness, righteousness. Amen? Okay, we're going to see this definition apply right here to where it's pulled from in the Greek in Hebrews 4. 15, which says this, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weakness and temptations. Why? Because Christ came. He came. He understood the struggles and all the things that we face also. So it's not like a super God that's up in heaven that can't understand or he came. He went through what you and I go through. That's why Paul is able to say this. Or in Hebrews 4.15, he's able to say this. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand. Because he knows. He understands. He understands our weakness and temptations. But one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect, as we are, yet without committing any sin. Again, our God is perfect. Our God is without sin. The example that's set before us has made a way for victory over sin. Amen. Amen. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 4. You know, God understands, knows, you know, what was coming down the road. We all know the story of Adam and Eve and how sin came into the earth. But let's take a look at something because God, God gave an instruction here. For ones that were uh, part of the lineage of Adam and Eve. But there's an instruction that God gave, and we're going to take a look here. Chapter 4, verse 4. But Abel brought an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and the fat portions. And the Lord had respect or regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no respect. So Cain became extremely angry. In other words, indignant. And he looked annoyed and hostile. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you so angry? And why do you look annoyed? If you do well, in other words, Believing me and doing what is acceptable and pleasing to me. Will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, here it is. Sin crouches at your door. It desires, its desire is for you to what? Overpower you. And here's the instruction, or here's the encouragement that God gives. 
you must, everybody with me? Master it. You must master it. If God says that you must master what? The sin that crouches at your door. That means that there's a way to be able to overcome sin. This is, this is amazing to me. That God at the very beginning of creation of man had saw the need and even gave the encouragement to master sin. Our God is now saying that sin can be mastered. So why do we allow sin to be a stronghold in our life at times? And again, if I could say this, going back to this definition of sin, to miss or wander from the path of uprightness and honor. Sometimes if we're in this place, thank you, Lord, of where we're in that plateau in our spiritual walk, things become, uh, um, what's that word where, uh, complacent. Thank you. Things become complacent, complacent, and we allow things just to be so muddy in our life, in our walk with the Lord. And all of a sudden there's sin that's crouching at the door because we lost the fervor to be upright and to push in and to press through those difficult times. But sin is crouching there, waiting for us to make the wrong move, to be complacent in our walk with the Lord. And it's just waiting for the opportunity to jump in. We know that sin leads to destruction. Sin leads to pain, destruction, hurt. Will lead into physical things, emotional things, relational things, and bring destruction. And sin's just there, crouching, waiting for the opportunity. Because it's so easy to fall to temptation when you're in that plateau. When we were going through the motions. When things just seem okay. But for those that are pressing into his presence... For those that are seeking his face, still pushing in despite how I feel, despite, you know, the, the, the times when I feel tired, I just don't feel like getting in the word. Or I just don't feel like getting in his presence. But for those that are still pressing, the ones that are pressing are overcoming. The ones that are pressing are doing what? Mastering sin. Because we're taking uh, 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 ownership or authority 
over our flesh and how it feels. Amen. So how many of us are going to be the, the ones that are pressing today? How many in here? Come on. How many in here are going to start to make the, that effort, if you haven't been, to be pressing into his presence no matter how you feel? Come on. We're victorious. God has made us victorious. God has given us. Uh, uh, he's given us life. He's given us a way out of living in, 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 a, sin, in a sin lifestyle of complacency and just going through the motions and allowing sin to have its way with us. But he's given us victory. Glory to God. God warns us against sin. Amen. James chapter four and verse 17. So any person who knows what is right to do, but does not do it to him, it is sin. To him who knows what is right, but does not do it, it is sin. The warnings of God. How many times uh, does God have to tell us, hey, get in the word. The leading. Word time. Get in my presence. Worship time. And there's that struggle. Ah, yeah, I got this to do. I got that. It's the leading of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because sin's crouching at the door. God knows what's going on in the spiritual realm and what's happening around us. God knows the plans of the enemy. And he's trying to give us the warning to get yourself prepared, to press into his presence, to press in and press through the complacent feeling that we have so that our flesh doesn't dictate to us, but get in my presence. Get in my word. God knows that sin's there, wanting to get us into that place of what? Complacency. Going through the motions. Ah, oh, yeah, it's just religious act now. Yeah, my flesh still wants to do this, and I'll just do it because it's so easy. Press. Press into his presence. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father God, I thank you that you've given us victory. God, I thank you that you've given us strength. That God, that you encourage us by your Holy Spirit. I thank you, God, that you give us, that you've given us a helper. To live within us, to, to be with us. To, that the very, your very presence, God, is here. That God, by the Holy Ghost, that you've given us encouragement, a, a, a steadfast helper, a steadfast one that would be with us to encourage us, to lead us on into, the, into your things that of the supernatural realm, God, of the supernatural. That God, that you've given us Holy Ghost to be able to prompt us, to help us, to, to prod us, to kick us into action, to do, what it's, to, to do what's necessary, God. To press through, to continue to seek after your kingdom, to, king, to continue to seek after your face, God. God, I thank you that you've given us victory over sin. But God, we have the responsibility.
You've given us, you've given us the will, God. The responsibility, God, to, to step into action, to step in, God, to your anointing, to step into the supernatural so that we would overcome sin, God. You said, God, that we would have to master sin, God. You spoke it to us. The Heavenly Father, that you've given us the responsibility to master it. And the tools necessary. God, you didn't say that I will wipe sin. He said, you master it. God, you said to master it. So God, we take responsibility for our actions. We take responsibility, God, for when our flesh is trying to dictate to us. But God, we will tell our flesh to shut up. No more will you have rule and reign over me and how I feel and the and dictate to me what I will do. But God, let my actions be pure before you. Let my actions be holy before you, God. And I will choose to do the right thing. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm telling you, we serve a great God and God has given us victory. He's given us victory over sin, guys. And we have some, we we got the most exciting life, life out there that this world has to offer. Listen, without the struggle, without the pain of walking through some of the Christian life, lifestyle and things that we have to face with the, the enemy trying to fight against us. Listen, without the pains and struggles, there would be no gain. There would be no gains. These things that we face, temptations and the attacks of the enemy, helps to make us stronger. And God's made the way for us to do what? To grow. Be stronger. Be strong in the Lord. And the power of his what? Might. He wants us to overcome, to grow, mature. To be overcomers. Amen. What is our heavenly father desiring for his church, his bride, so that Christ can come of church without spot or wrinkle? That means he's looking for an overcoming church. An overcoming church. Hallelujah. If that's what God's looking for, God has made a way. How many believe it? How many believe it? Let's stand. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Father God, we give you glory. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done and all that you've provided through Christ Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you came, that you've died for us, that you've conquered sin while here on earth. Now, Jesus, that, you, that you've made a, a way, you made an open show of the enemy, of how pitiful the enemy is. And God, you've showed us the way. That's to have a hearkened ear to the words of our Father. To say no to the flesh by decreeing your word, by putting your word before us. 
So, Lord, we give you glory and all the honor because you are the perfect lamb. You were slain for, for our behalf. So, Jesus, we thank you and we praise your mighty name. Jesus. Jesus. When we don't feel like we have the strength, when we don't feel like we have uh, our, there's so much on the flesh that's dictating to us. Jesus. If that's all we have to press in, press in. Jesus. Jesus. There's so much power in his name. And if that's all that you have to offer, to all, that's all the strength that you have to give. Jesus. Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. We worship and honor your name, Lord. Jesus, you're so good. You're so good, Lord. Lord, we thank you for victory over sin. And God, we just want to, from this point forward, as we're going through our week, Jesus, we want to make a point every single day to glorify you, to glorify your name, because you have given us victory. You have made a way for us to be sin free. Without a struggle. Without a struggle. So, Jesus, we want to make a point to glorify your name. Jesus, we love you. We worship you and honor you, God. In Jesus, your mighty name, we thank you for your word and for speaking to us today, for ministering to us, for stirring up the the anointing and the activation of the anointing within us. And, God, we just thank you for your word We thank you, God, that we have a sure word, a a word that's so rock steady, firm underneath our feet. That, God, that we won't be shaken. God, we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, amen. Pastors, do you have anything? Mike three. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Pastor. That was awesome. Wow. Talk about a word in season. Let's give the Lord praise. That was really rich. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, we have a, uh, a very special occasion unfolding here in this place today, a baby shower. And, uh, so as you're dismissed today in the glory, say dismissed in the glory, you are a world changer. Yeah, we're going to need some men to help out with getting tables. We need to get tables out for, the, uh, for that event. And uh, we're celebrating the coming of, of Mackenzie, Savannah being the mommy. Let's just thank the Lord Jesus. Mackenzie. 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 Amen. <laughs> 
But Father, let's give him praise one more time, shall we? Lord, what a good word. Hallelujah. You mean it's possible to be sin free? Oh, say nothing but the blood and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, nothing but the blood and the Holy Ghost. Pastor, that was good food. Thank you. Wow, we do have a responsibility, don't we? Praise God. Master it. You can't get away with that without the commission and the understanding of what God gave us in in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let them be fruitful. Let them have dominion. Say dominion. Dominion. That means to rule and reign in life. Yeah. You can hold the mic. I just want to say one thing. For such a generation as this, Mm. don't ever look at life like it's too hard. I can't make it. This is over this is overwhelming. Don't ever look at it that way. For such a time as this in this generation which has increased so much the pressures, the sin, and the sin that you're going to have to confront with truth. Yeah. That you're going to be challenged with by others to take a stand. God has already equipped you. Everything you need is in you, and it's in your word. Say, my word. My word. Is my rock. Is my rock. And that's what I stand on. That's what I stand on. So the responsibility, can you see from the messages, the responsibility is on us. Yeah. It's not on anyone else. It's not on your spouse, on your parent, or 